0: All right, welcome to Dudes Being Guys. This is a podcast with me, Colin Brandon, Will Woodhouse, Wade Woodhouse. We're all cousins. We all grew up together, best friends. Yeah, spent a lot of time together. Um, today we're talking. We got the random sports fact of the week. We got some fantasy basketball. We just had our draft. I know it's the middle of the season. We started a little late, but that's okay. And with the holidays rolling around, we got some grade A memories. But before we got into it, I wanted to bring something up that that I was reminded of yesterday as, uh, as I was driving home. I went to back into my garage and, and, you know, I'm in the street getting ready. You know, I do my three point little turnaround to back in and all of a sudden I'm not going anywhere. and I realize I'm in park and not reverse. <laughs> and that reminded me of one of, one of my best memories of all time. Wade, would you like to tell the story of when you threw a car in park going
1: 45 miles an hour? <laughs> yes, hey, I
0: Really set it up for the people.
1: Alright, so yeah, here we go. So this was oh gosh. I was probably seventeen. So this is what, fifteen years ago almost. Um maybe not quite. Anyway, I was driving my brothers, my older brothers, Will and my older brother Wes. He had a uh Acura, um a sedan. I forget the, the make the model, but it was an Acura. It was something that grandpa gave him. T L or grandpa, a TL. And, uh, so this, this car had, I think an electrical issue where randomly it would just turn off. And I'm not sure what was causing that, but that, that was the case. And so, um, every time that I had driven Wes's car, whenever it turned off on me, it was, I was stopped, you know, we weren't moving. So when the car turns off and you're not moving, well, you just turn the key off, turn it back on and then away you go and it works and you can, you can drive just fine. So anyway, this, this time, Will, you were with me, right? And I yeah. think I had, I, was I think with you we were going to, I think Oh, you were there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, we were going to my house. Right. Okay, yeah. I remember I was on the way to your house, Colin. And so we were flying down the road, probably at least going 45, 50, whatever it is on plank there. And, uh, the car turns off. So, I'm like, okay, I know what to do. You just turn the car off and turn it back on. Uh, but in order to do so, I had to switch it from drive to park to turn it off, you know, and to turn it back on. And right as, I, right as I'm going, because from drive, you have to go to neutral, then reverse, then park. And right as I'm hitting reverse, I'm like, oh, shoot, I shouldn't have done this. But I'm, I'm already committed, so I throw it all the way into park. And then hear this grinding sound just like I destroyed the transmission. And, uh, but you know, going 45 miles an hour down the road, I was able to turn the car back on, throw it right back into drive and it worked. Um uh, and I was like, okay, I think I avoided any, any major damage. Turns out I shredded the reverse. So you can't back up in this car anymore. So all you can do is go forward. And, uh, so Wes wasn't very happy and neither was my dad, but um <laughs> we got it fixed after a couple of weeks of driving it around without being able to back it up. So <clears throat> anyway, dude, gold story. You forgot to mention that as soon as
2: you did I just turned to you and just started ripping into you <laughs> for throwing the, for throwing the car into park going 40 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's so well, funny because, like,
0: I remember me and, and Whitney, you, you guys' sister, oh, sitting in the back this? seat. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Whitney. I remember she was there. And and I remember the second that it happened and Will just starts turning and yelling at you for how could you throw the car into park going 45 miles an hour. I'm just, like, looking at Whitney trying to stop from dying <laughs> laughing because
1: it was so funny. Dude, it was one of the worst things I've done to a car to date. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh... Yeah, very unique that was i probably deserve that yelling so
2: <laughs> hey i but think i was just in shock i was like what is going on right now
0: it, yeah <laughs> it's so easy to rationalize yeah, why did yeah. you throw it in park going 45 miles, yeah. miles an hour when you're not in the situation when the car turns off yeah. you know driving around a curve on a busiest road well,
1: especially because you freak out because you don't have power yeah. steering you don't have mm-hmm. like brakes work but you gotta jam them real hard so you know i'm like I'm either going to crash or I'm going to try to get this on. So I threw it into park. Well, Killing and 45. like every
2: other time the car turned off, you just, you just throw it in the right. park. And that's what mean, it's just happened. what you do. So the one time
1: yeah. I was like rolling to a stop when it turned off. So obviously that was easy. And then it happened a couple of times, just idling, but that was the first time <laughs> actually driving that it had turned off. So now wait, anyway. I don't
2: remember. So that car ultimately died or like was totaled in another crash. So at some point we had the transmission replaced. I don't. I don't. Really yeah, we remember. did.
1: So, like two okay. weeks later, um, Dad had it replaced, and I had to pay part of it, and Wes oh, okay. paid part of it, and he paid part of it. So, oh really? Since it was Wes's car, rough for, my mistake. Rough deal for but Wes. Yeah. But dad was Dad was gracious to pay for some of it too. So, so Wes's um, lesson
2: there is don't don't lend weight a car.
1: Well, and yeah. also my lesson: don't let my little brother drive my car. Fair.
2: Because I told one of yours. You
1: totaled mine with me in the back seat. Yeah, I don't remember having to pay for any of that though. So I think well, it was, I got off easy. The car was that. done, so yeah, it was only worth a couple hundred bucks guess, anyway. But I guess I had a fat ticket to pay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but at least that <laughs> guy's pickles egg pickled pickled <laughs> eggs are okay. Yeah,
0: pickled eggs. Yeah, he, he was gonna yell at off if they weren't. Anyway, that's another. Yeah, story. Yeah, that, that was
2: another story. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that one another day. I do remember back to the back to this story. I remember because for some reason I went back with you guys to your house. And I remember Wes getting in the car to try to back out of the driveway. And, and Wes back then, he, you know, he didn't deal with anger the best in his younger years. Nope. And, and so then he just angrily, like after, after trying to mash on reverse and it's just making this high pitch, like whir noise, like a terrible noise. He just gets so mad and just slams it into drive and then just rips through your guys' front <laughs> lawn. Oh yeah. I remember
1: that. Oh, that's
2: funny. That sounds like uh, Wes though. hundred yeah,
0: percent. Dude. That's so
2: funny. Good stuff, good stuff. Oh, man, so he listens to this, ultimately... so I
0: hope he hears this. Yeah.
2: He does. He'll love so ultimately, it. you figured out that you were in park and then threw that bad boy into reverse and everything was good? No, no shredding in reverse, Colin?
0: Oh, yeah, no shredding in reverse. Nope. No, 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 no. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, at least got you worked 45. I think that's yeah. the key, is just speed. <laughs> if you want to mess up your transmission, you need speed. That's, that's the moral of the story. There you go, dude. Uh, that's hilarious. All right, random sports <laughs> stack
0: of
2: the week. Alright. I got that one for this week. Alright, so I had I had two kind of. One one's more of just like a, there's no bit there's no way to validate it because it's from so long ago, but I just thought it was hilarious, so I'm gonna share that one first. Uh before 1859, umpires for baseball games sat in padded rocking chairs behind the catcher. Really? Thought that was absolutely hysterical. So That's I was hilarious. looking that one. Yeah, I was looking at that one some more, and like there's there's like not really any photos, there's no videos of it from back then, so there's, there's really no way to verify. It's almost like Wilt Chamberlain scoring 100 points. Yeah. <laughs> Can't verify it, but I thought it was hilarious to think about. So I, I made that one just like a, like a random random runner-up. But my actual random sports fact of the day is for basketball until 1936, the jump ball uh, took place at center court after every single basket made. So Dude. to start the game, jump ball. Someone scores a layup, they pull, the, they pull it out, go back to half court, jump ball again. So dude, could you imagine if you had like a, a seven foot guy and he just wins he just wins the the jump dude, ball every single time? It's
1: basically make it take it.
2: Yeah, yeah. E- exactly. You know
1: what I'm saying? That would be dude. crazy. Yeah.
0: We would have been screwed in high school, Will. Like our oh, I know. for for reference, our tallest guy was like six four in a freshman and or sophomore, like both of our varsity years. And that would have been rough.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I, I thought that was hilarious. Um <laughs> And so, like, basketball was invented in 1891. So, for 45 years, they played basketball
1: that way. That's just Whoa. insane to me. Yeah.
0: Dang. Dude, that's crazy.
1: I guess that would yeah. make because you really it, get a defense. Because yeah, if you can't get the jump ball, at least you'll get the, the stop. You got to get a rebound. Yeah, don't yeah. let them
2: score because you need that rebound. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Dang. Dude, so, well,
0: I mean, back, so in the early, early days when it was in the peach basket and they had to get it out every time, I guess that wouldn't add that yeah. much time to it. Right. But these days, like with with the open net, it would. Oh, yeah. You know how long games would be and how low scoring
2: they would be. Well, and they were. I was like, because I was looking back on this stuff, and and I think like the first ever like um, basketball game that people came to watch um, after uh, with Naismith, right? Naismith. Mm-hmm. Started. Yeah. Um, it was like at some college, and this final score was like five to one. Every everything was a one, and there was six points the entire game. Like I don't know how long the game lasted. But it could. I mean, I know. even if it was twenty minutes, that's that's very low scoring. They were probably really bad at um,
1: shooting to start, so that's that's yeah, probably yeah. part of it.
2: It's so much more refined now. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: there, wow. there was
0: no true shooting style. Like people were probably chucking it all different type of ways and never doing the same
1: way twice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, exactly. That would be crazy, crazy but, man. It's amazing yeah, how that
1: sport caught on. That'd be so boring to watch back then. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad must it been, did though. Must have been really fun to play or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, for people to stick with it for so long. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For sure. So.
0: <clears throat> for sure. Wow. That's a good it. one, Willie. Bringing the fire today. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I like these. Wade, you got next week's, okay?
1: Yeah, got it.
0: Sweet. All right. So this week, we had, this last Sunday, we had our first fantasy, well, not the first time ever all of us have played, we've all played fantasy basketball, some other respect, but we joined the fantasy basketball league. Will reached out to me. and was like, Hey, you want to play fantasy basketball? I was like, I don't know, but I'm really into it right now. And, yeah. and dude, the draft's a ton of fun. Like, so being like kind of noobs to this, like I haven't, I think I played once in 2016 and haven't played since then. Um, But dude, it's kind of sick. Yeah. Like what, 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 what are you guys thoughts? Should we do roster rundowns and then?
2: Yeah, well, well, first, I, w- I was never really into fantasy basketball either. Like, because I played it one time. I think Alan, and I may have been in the same league with you. We all probably, probably. Were in the same league back yeah. in, like, 2016. And mm-hmm. I remember, I mean, it was okay. I-, I liked the draft. And then, like, I just kind of lost interest after a while. I felt like it was, like, a lot to keep up with. But, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I am more into it this time. And, and um, uh, my brother-in-law wanted to do a league. And so, I was like, all right, yeah, that kind of sounds fun. And so I started
1: reaching out to some people. Yeah, I was gonna ask. So was that Mikey or was that Connor yeah. that was? Micah and Connor. Okay, I figured Connor yeah. would be into it because he loves NBA. But yeah,
2: um, yeah. So figured it'd be might be fun to to all do that together. But anyway, yeah. Go ahead. Um, roster rundown. Who wants to start?
1: I could jump I have, in. I have. Yeah, yeah. You go ahead. Um. So yeah, I didn't like. I think I've played once before, just like you guys. But it's been a long time, so I have no clue of strategy. So. I just kind of pick guys I like and or guys that I think do more than just scoring. Like they can do everything. Um, so I got, I got Trey young, Austin Reeves, Jason Tatum, Pascal Siakam. I got Wemby. I got Clay Thompson, Chet Holmgren, Nick Vucevic, Jared Allen, Buddy Heald, Zion, uh, CJ McCollum, Michael Porter Jr. And Brad Beal is my squad. And, um, that sounds like a pretty good squad. Yeah, like the the guy I'm playing this week is going nuts. So I don't know who the <laughs> swish kebabs are, but
2: they're so good. I think I think that's Connor.
1: So I'm losing by a lot, but yeah. um, when I, in the draft, I I was like, I just gotta get guys I want. So I took all my Oklahoma boys. So I got Trey Young, Austin Reeves, and Buddy. So hopefully they can hold it down for me. And then um, I got the two front runners for rookie of the year with Chet and Victor Wimbanyama. So or Wemba uh, mm-hmm. and they're playing pretty well. I mean, chet's balling out, so hopefully that can do uh, do well for my squad. Nice, Wade. So, do you
2: have a Do you have a strategy yet, or uh, have you like picked up on anything that you didn't know about before with fantasy um, basketball?
1: Not really. I. It was interesting when I looked at like the scoring of the league and how yeah. you get like if a guy shoots a lot and makes a low percentage, like he's probably not who you want because you get negative one point for each shot attempt, which I thought was interesting. So mm-hmm. I think you just want efficient guys. And then a lot of guys who can rebound and steals and blocks are worth a lot. So if you can get someone who's good at guarding the rim with with blocking and then um, someone who can steal a lot of balls, like he'll be really valuable. So I haven't really looked around too much. Just kind of seeing how this first week goes and and go from there. Nice dude.
2: Yeah, uh similar Wade, I didn't really like going into the draft I I reviewed the like the scoring like very quickly because I figured that would probably help me with who I'm who I'm trying to pick up. And I did notice the same thing about the field goals are uh or, or any shot is a minus one point whether whether you make it or not. So like all right, immediately I'm like, Okay, I want efficient guys. So I yeah. started I did my best without a whole lot of research as we were going through the draft to just, like, pick the most efficient guys I could find. But um, one thing I've noticed so far, like you said, similar weight is is all those other things, like steals, rebounds, assists. Those are all a lot of points. Um, yeah, And so triple threat type of guys, I feel like, are who you really want. Um, and I think I did okay on my draft. Uh, you picked everyone that was I mean,
1: injured. Well, and so
2: that plays into my other strategy of long game, which seems to be my thing when it comes to fantasy. I was like, I I don't care if the guy's hurt right now. And if I got to lose this first week, I'm fine with that. But I'm going to get the best guys I can get, assuming they're not like, you know, injuries that are going to be most of the year or something like that. So I was reviewing that, Wade. Um, And like, even so, I only have like, I think only like two of those guys are still
1: hurt. So, yeah, but it was funny. They're all like day to day. Yeah, half of your people yeah. had a red <laughs> designation. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I was pretty much just going for the best available option based off of you know those things I already said. Um, but I guess here yeah, I can give you a quick rundown of who I got. Uh, I got Luca, which I think he's a solid pick. Um, Cam Thomas, Mc- uh, uh, Miles Bridges, what? Andrew Wiggins, Evan Mobley. Steph Curry, Oscar Thompson, um Anthony Davis, Chris Middleton. Just picked this guy up, Jalen Williams. I don't even remember. Do you know where were he played in college?
0: Yeah, so the he could might have been the Arkansas one or the Santa Clara one. It's and the, the Santa both on the Clara. Funder.
1: Right. Okay. okay the the yeah, one you had was Santa Clara, him. not the Arkansas okay. guy. I just picked him off,
2: up off the waivers the other day and he's been decent. Um Jaren Jackson Jr who I also picked up off the waivers cuz he's a big like Steals block guy or defensive guy, so he's getting a lot of blocks and stuff redundants and stuff like that. Uh Franz Wagner, Jalen Green and uh Lamelo ball, which unfortunately hurt his ankle pretty bad the day after the draft. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. Um but uh as far as strategy, one thing I noticed <clears throat> and at first I didn't realize you can only do six roster moves per week. And so like mm. the second day after the after the first day I was like, dude, I got like a bunch of bottom feeders who are like I can drop them and I don't really care. So I'm just going to start, like, drop. If they're not playing that night, I'm just going to drop them and pick up a bunch of dudes who are playing. So my roster's all always full. Um, but then I realize you can only do six six a week, so you got to be a little bit, you know, more careful picking and choosing. You know, like, maybe, like, once yeah. a day or something. And and probably mostly for injuries. Yeah. But, um, I, but, yeah, I feel pretty good about my team so far. I'm winning. So we'll yeah. see.
0: I, w- I was winning. I'm now down almost 300 points.
2: Yeah, well, Mike is going off on you, too.
0: Yeah. And I think that's about to, it's going to somewhat even itself out because I have a ton of dudes playing today, and he, Mm -hmm. like, I have, like, three or four more guys playing than he does today. And then I think the same thing happens on, like, Friday. But, yeah, so, like, I feel like the strategy, like, is using using waivers pretty strategically. Mm -hmm. like to make sure that you can maximize the amount of games that you have a week that's like the big thing that I've been trying to figure out I've also realized that at least for my team dudes in the NBA are getting hurt like every day like like a lot of dudes are getting hurt every day because like I drafted my team and the entire team was healthy (laughs) and then it's like Joel Embiid all of a sudden is out and then I could like I could have put him on IR but now I can't put him on IR like He's day to day to day. And then like he'll probably play in the next game. You know, like it's it it seems dramatic versus like football. Like mm-hmm. yeah. football, like I mean, yeah, dudes get banged up every game. And like I understand that the NBA is tough on your body, but it is it's just funny.
2: Yeah. Well, and the thing with the thing with football is uh they got like a week to recover and you right. can kind of like plan around it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Whereas like this is like so quick, there's like multiple games per week. And, and, and there
3: is a limit on how many times you add
2: drop. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'll give a rundown of my lineup. I have uh, Deontay Murray, um, Malcolm Brogdon, Keldon Johnson, uh, Demonis Sabonis, Jalen Duran, Shaden Sharp, Brandon Miller, Zach Levine, Miles Turner, Rudy Gobert, Joel Embiid, John ja Morant, Jalen Brown, and Fred Van Vliet. I. I was kind of playing the long game with with Ja there, especially because yeah. we did our draft so late and like you know with there's mm-hmm. only 3 weeks left until Jaw comes back. So if I can just you know like that's at minimum like 3 losses that I'll accrue, but when Ja comes back, I feel like he could be a dude that's going to like yeah, he might shoot at a low percentage some nights, but I think that he's going to do enough to to be a worthwhile pickup. Yeah, yeah I mean sure. he
2: goes off, and he, I mean he, he'll get a decent amount of assists and you know steals mm-hmm. and stuff like that too. So yeah, he's definitely a good pick. The only the thing that sucks for you is you can't put him on IR because he's suspended. Right. So it's like a bench stop <laughs> always, uh, right, being taken up. But I like the long game play. I'm a big fan of the long game.
0: Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah dude, I'm I'm a big fan of this this league and him
2: Yeah, it should yeah, be I fun. I, yeah, I, I hope everyone is able to keep up with it because yeah. that makes it more fun whenever well, one like, I'm person confident.
0: already i don't think is i, I think that's Ew. connor's
2: brother okay <laughs> i don't think he's is he conscious in there life? so we yeah. have eight that's what it seems like yeah yeah i didn't that's know that's okay yeah we'll see how yeah him and him and giggity giggity giddy dude that's the so funny <laughs> but i that's saw that name so cracked up. funny
1: wait whose team is that
2: uh that's connor's friend i don't even know who that guy oh, is either okay yeah, but uh, during the draft, I saw that name pop up, and I was just losing it.
3: <laughs> That's
0: funny. And then
2: he picked Giddy, too. Oh, of
1: course he did. <laughs> That's perfect, to, yeah.
0: That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll see. So, this,
1: this should be fun. I like
0: it. I'm interested. Has anybody proposed a trade yet?
2: No, I was thinking about that today. I think we should get that going, because that, yeah. that makes it a lot more fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. My I'll, be, problem I'll is in
0: the league pretty soon here. I'm too, I am, I am too, like, patient when it comes to, like, I want to see how my team plays out. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's probably why I've never really traded in other leagues. It's because, yeah. like, I'm like, you know, I drafted these guys for a reason because I liked you know, where the slot yeah. and I don't want to, you know, just give up on it too soon. But I understand that that can be really fun, too. Yeah.
2: Um, I've, and in the past, Kyle, with, even with fantasy football, I never used to make any trades either because I was always, like... I guess I want to say I was a little afraid that I'm going to trade somebody away and they're just going to go off. And and again, yeah. same thing. I was like, everyone who I draft, I'm like, I generally like them, so right. I want to keep them. But once you once you just rip the bandaid off and, and send out a couple <laughs> trades, it's just like it, it changes your changes your whole mind about it.
0: Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But... yeah,
2: which I should probably update you on fantasy football. Um, I got a little trade happy, and since I made that those two horrific trades, I haven't won a game yet. Luckily uh, I'm still to gonna make it. Yeah, luckily I'm still gonna make the playoffs, so I'm not super worried about it. And I do still generally like my team, but I think the last two weeks, the trades I made that week directly impacted my win or loss. Yeah. So like for instance, um this past week I just got Saquon back and got rid of the Browns defense. And had I kept had I not gotten Saquon and kept Jacobs and kept the Browns defense, I would have won because I lost by two. Yeah. Saquon had uh, a rough so. week. It It is what it is. I'm hoping Saquon starts performing again and I'll be fine in the playoffs, but
1: we'll see. Well, I need A.J. Brown to perform because since I've <laughs> traded for him and I traded away <laughs> yeah. Tyreek Hill, it, it's been pretty bad for A.J. Brown. He's had two rough games in a row. I mean, this week wasn't horrible, but still it was under 10 points, which is terrible from a star receiver. So <laughs> I'm just yes, hoping to best. but bet, tell the people why you made the trade. I made the trade because of his playoff schedule. So in a couple of weeks when we get to the fantasy playoffs, he's got a very nice wide receiver schedule. So hopefully he should perform. Although I'm a little disappointed the Eagles keep winning because I want the Eagles to be more desperate, um, mm-hmm. which means they'll press on offense more. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I still think they'll, I still think they'll play, you know, pretty hard throughout at least week 17. So I should be good. I just hope it works out because that, if it doesn't work out, I'm so mad. Because Tyreek, he's been a beast every single week, even after I've traded him. So, But it hasn't really worked out for Matt either, because he's losing too.
3: Yeah. He and, he just, and that's crazy. He, he seems has Jamar Chase,
1: chase who's gone down the drain with Jake Browning after uh, Burrow well, he got traded hurt. Him yeah. away. And he did trade him away. Yeah. No, he traded Cup, didn't he?
3: Oh, yeah, Maybe. you're right. Still- he still...
1: Yeah, he's No, he trained Chase. Jamar Chase and Cup. Oh, did he? Oh man, fire. Yeah, sale. Dude, Dan has Chase now.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, dude, it's been is chaos. The... I can't even I can't even keep up with who's got who anymore. I know. Is it he so gonna hard. make the playoffs? he to make sure. the yeah, playoffs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's five and seven, but his team is dude. His team is loaded. He has God, He has the most points the whole entire season, and he's in seventh place. I want to say.
3: Yeah, dude, it's,
1: that's yeah, crazy. it's pretty brutal. weird. Everyone has a good game against him, so yeah. that's he's hilarious. Yeah, he like, deserves
2: 145 it. is usually enough to to win the game. Like I know it's hard because sure. like, you're not like six, right. it, but he he'll score like 145, which is like most people are scoring like 110, 120. He'll go like 145 every week, and whoever he plays yep. just scores 150 or 160. Dude. Yeah, it's brutal. It's it's pretty funny to watch though, because 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 of that, he's like all in his head. And so when Wade Wade actually sent the trade for AJ Brown, um,
0: wow.
2: gave him up Tyreek, and Tyreek's number one receiver. So mm-hmm. I was actually sitting at lunch with Matt at the time and he gets it and he's just look he's just like staring at his phone like what is going on? Why would he send me this straight?" And he was just like losing his mind. Like he could not keep it straight. He he could not understand what was going on. He's like, What is going on? Why why would I be able to get Tyree Kill for AJ Brown? Like I know I know something weird is, is wrong with Tyree Kill. Like if if I make this trade, he's gonna be like injured or he's gonna go go down the next game or something like that. It, it was hilarious to watch.
1: Yeah. And and was giving me so the, funny the real time updates on on Matt's condition, his mental condition. It was so well, funny. because I started all texting afternoon. Wade, I was
2: like, I was like, "Yo, why'd you why'd you send that trade out?" Because I was confused too. Because Wade had been doing the research about the playoff mm-hmm. schedule. Yeah, and That's I didn't smart. share anything. That's really that. smart, Wade. Yeah, I didn't want to like screw your trade, Wade. So I didn't share any of that with him. And um, but but just like, dude, just for, like, the, the next three and- hours.
1: On how yeah. much Matt was like tweaking about the trade, it was so funny to me. Yeah,
2: he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't handle it. Uh, but he eventually took the trade, and it's actually worked out pretty well for him
1: so far. Yeah, still it is. has yeah. it hasn't yet for me, but I, I have confidence in my teams. I need AJ Brown to do well if I'm going to win the championship. So I think it'll be um, fine. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But that's yeah, it was funny. Dude,
0: fantasy sports can be pretty funny yeah. they are awesome like, it, it, cause it's funny because like like it's not anything matt is doing wrong mm-hmm. that's screwing him over yeah it's it's not like his team's actually playing defense and just can't get
1: stops you know right, right. like
2: it's just at unfortunate the mercy of the other timing. team just going off it's just yeah. how it goes yeah. like
1: in a different league i'm tied for second and i probably have like the seventh most po- score points yeah so like my team is kind of a lightweight. I just get everyone on a bad week. So it you do see it the other the other way. But
2: yeah, Colin, dude, next hit. year we're going to have to get you into a fantasy football league cuz it dude yeah, it's a blast. I
0: I would be down. If it's something like this, I'd be down to do that cuz like well, that would be a lot dude, of fun.
2: I could probably get you into this league. I mean, I wouldn't even be opposed to expanding it to 12 to 12 teams. Well, yeah, there's only 10 teams. So yeah. you could go to 12. I'd be down. Especially for, for next year. year. Sounds good, dude. Um you guys ever lose to someone
0: that's not playing, like, that has, like, an empty slot or two?
2: I have, uh, yes, and it's so annoying. That is rough. I don't know like if they I did, have this they year, didn't but set in their the last. Yeah.
1: yeah. Or this they league... stop trying, and so people that are injured are in their lineup, you know. And then they beat you. Yeah, <laughs> and then they beat you. It's like, get out of here.
2: That's fantasy, though, dude. Yeah. This league specifically, though, everyone's everyone's pretty engaged. So I don't think I've ever seen people not setting their lineups, which is good. Okay. Yeah. Which makes yeah, it even more Honestly, fun for
1: a first year, this league is doing really, really cool, really well. Like, I like how everyone's involved and active.
2: Yeah. It's funny because the trade deadline was, what, two days ago, Wade? I was like, I don't yeah. Know, or maybe it was yesterday. I think. Yeah. It, everyone, like, I wouldn't say, I, I don't want to say people lost interest, but they lost a lot more interest because the trade deadline's over. They're just like, all right, I'm oh, gonna really? just riding with my team through the playoffs. Hopefully, I make it. But there's just like, there's like no more no more talk about it. Much less talk about it, I should say.
0: Sure. So, that makes sense. Yeah. But, That's hilarious, though.
2: Yeah, dude. Good time. It was a good time.
0: All right, boys. I don't know about for you guys, but for me, like when it starts getting cold out and we start seeing some snow like we've gotten lately, like I just start thinking about like growing up in holiday parties and how awesome they were because while all the grown-ups are are getting together and you know doing their catching up and stuff like it's game seven of the nba finals for us in the basement like this time of year rolls around and i like i i go back to like for for the listeners when we'd have christmas it would either be or christmas or like new years or whatever type of get together it usually be like at my grandparents and then like you know we do new year's or something at my at my family's house and like i remember setting up for new year's like elliot and i elliot's my younger brother we'd be in the basement and we'd be duct taping out lines for basketball court setting up benches setting up like a bracket for like you know when all of our cousins come over and (laughs) and it's just so funny because now being a grown-up and like going to holiday parties is like so different you know because like you're acting like a grown-up yeah unfortunately we were in a completely different world because i was like dude this is gonna be the most fun thing ever like you know we have warm-up music ready blasting warm-up music just getting right on on the mini hoops in my parents basement it's like a seven foot ceiling and the hoops are probably five feet so you only really have like two feet of clearance to actually shoot the ball which is makes shooting threes really tough so pretty much everything's at the rim and it's getting congested because Again, it's not that wide. Like it's a, it's a decently wide space for being a basement.
2: But <laughs>
0: oh man, Yeah, yes, dude, those times. are
2: those are those are some of the best times. I remember getting so excited for those times as well, for those family get-togethers as well. And I don't want to say I don't get excited for family get-togethers now, but it's just different. It's it's not nearly right. the same. Like you get like an adrenaline pump before that. It's like you're getting oh, yeah. ready for like like you said game game seven of the finals, and we're just like shirtless, sweaty in the basement, just like hooping. With the seven foot ceilings jumping and hitting our heads on the soffits. Dude, yes.
0: (laughs) There are so many dens in the walls to this day at my parents' basement, just from us. Like, you know, whether it be basement basketball or basement baseball, basement hockey. We played some basement football for a little bit. It (laughs) crazy, man. Dude, the other the
2: other thing we used to do too is just like backyard football. Like around Thanksgiving time, I feel like I remember doing some like backyard football when it was a little bit cold. We used to play Um, so much backyard football. Like,
0: you know, like when we were in middle school, like once we started to get to high school and like could actually hit decently hard enough that it like hurt. Or we'd hurt ourselves. We stopped. Yeah. But dude, like every year when the fall rolls around, I start thinking about backyard football too. And I'm just like, dude, that was so much fun. We played two on two or three on three football. Yep. And it was a blast. It was great
2: backyard and basement sports are an absolute blast they're like i know it's different now because we're adults but when you're a kid the, dude, there's nothing like it i mean even backyard baseball and and right. basement baseball right.
1: and, and we would even we would even take our backyard baseball on the road like when we went to lake sarah we'd throw uh-huh. baseball out in the yard there at the lake house and everything and well, dude if, pretty much if anywhere we were yeah if you have
0: enough space, like you can, you can make a field out of anything. Like my parents' backyard is pretty narrow; like we couldn't make a diamond, so we pretty much just played backyard baseball in a rectangle, and it yep. worked out perfect because it, it was the perfect dimensions for two-on-two baseball. Oh yeah, which is
1: you guys and then me and my brother. Well, and, it really you know, worked we'd... because yeah, since the field was skinny, you only had but you only had one outfielder, you could make a play on every ball. You know right. that wasn't. Right. Um, Especially because we we're all
0: taking daddy hacks, trying to go yard every time. We're not, we're not trying to just poke it just right where the guy's not. We're trying no. to hit the ball as far as humanly possible.
2: We're swinging for um, the fences every single time.
0: Every
1: time. There's dude. no situational
2: so I, hitting. It's just dinger time.
1: All you got to do is stand by the fence, and you'll get them out half the time <laughs> yeah. because they hit it right to you.
2: Right, and that's where we lined up. We lined up <laughs> maybe
0: ten, 10 feet from the tree line, which is the fence, Yeah, and... And what was also perfect, cause like, so in my parents' backyard, there's there's a basketball court that's about 50 feet long. And so the ball's not going to die on that. So if you play right at the edge of that, anything yeah. that's hit to it is going to get to you quick enough that you can, like, you'll stop them at most with a double. And probably rarely get a double doing that, um, unless the ball's hit really soft. So you, if you play on the edge of there, and that's about 10, 15 feet from the tree line, you'll have time to get to any ball that's... that would be potentially hit over you if you're, you know, play like normal distance.
2: So Dude, it was like, it just me want to, play, to perfect. You're making me want to play some backyard baseball. Dude, I, I like so I would, love would to. be opposed to still doing that. No, I, <laughs> I, would I wouldn't too.
0: be either. And it's funny because like we're talking about uh, the basement uh, basketball, like that eventually graduated into playing living room basketball as we got mm-hmm. older. And even through college, I remember like we had, I think it was a, the, the brand skills. Well, it was a Nerf hoop first, like the yep. big Nerf hoop um that's like almost like a roll away like the ones that you see in people's driveways that are always falling over with the bent up rims because they fell over it was like a mini version of that yep but um we then put it on a recycling <laughs> bin so that it was a good like you had to jump <laughs> to dunk it ended up being like seven and a half feet seven and a half feet Maybe eight feet tall. Eight. yeah there's probably 20 feet ceiling clearance in my in the living room like it was it was a good sized room to play living room yeah, basketball was in awesome um and we we would move like the coffee table, we'd move the couch, we'd move everything so that we'd have so much space to play basketball. Like, dude, if, we, if you told me that we, we were going to do that for this upcoming family get together, I would be so down. Dude, like, me too. I'd
1: come back to Illinois for that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> hey, maybe we got to. Like, one of these times we should have a get together where we, we play backyard baseball, basement baseball, baseball card game, which we'll talk about on a different podcast. Oh, yeah. and then living room basketball dude once it gets dark enough that we can't play any more baseball it's it's living room basketball time like dude we should dude we should seriously think about doing that
2: That'd be a blast. That'd that would be a awesome. blast i think we'd be there. more i think after all that we'd be way more exhausted than we than we think we'd be yeah, definitely uh, uh, definitely but yeah. we
0: probably. could probably make
1: a, a weekend out of it and, and you yeah. know break it up it sounds like a blast let's make that happen re- yeah yeah. And definitely. then after yeah. that, once we're all tired, you gotta throw in a two K tournament or something. Oh dude. Yes, dude. That'd be epic.
2: After Bro. the draft. Two K draft. Yes. Then the
1: tournament. Oh yeah,
2: yes. yeah it sounds like a weekend, Seaballs. It's like a three I think day, yeah. day to, like, a three
0: day thing. Uh, yeah. Dude, yeah. We gotta have a draft like the first the first night. Then we play baseball stuff all day. Then we just play two K, you know, till we're tired. We could wake mm-hmm. up, maybe play a game of two K or two, then go outside, play some baseball. Sounds good. Let's do it. Dang. Wait. We'll get you plan on that.
2: Next yeah. time you're in Illinois, make sure you block off three days. I'll block yep. off
1: three days. All right. <laughs> that sounds good. We got to we'll get Mo it. from the city. Maybe get right. John and Chuck over there. I think that we could get them to do that. I Oh, 100%. Yeah. Dude,
2: if we had this... What is that? That Yeah, it's six of us. Three on three for, for some of these backyard sports. Get two TVs rolling for the 2K.
0: Oh, yeah. I think we're golden. Maybe
2: even three with...
0: Oh, but yeah. it, is, it is fun to have a couple guys sitting out and be like, hey, you lost. You got to watch it out. out. You don't get to play. Yes. I agree. Yeah. And then it dude, gives that's... people time to, you know, get something to eat, get something <laughs> to drink, take a little nap if they need to.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where are John and Chuck, where are they living now? So John is, is in Wisconsin. I think he's like in that's Milwaukee. And yeah. then Chuck's in, in Kansas. Okay. He's still there. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we could have to do could, some we, traveling,
1: but we could make it work. Yeah. We'd make it work.
0: Definitely, but that that brings up another core memory of of family get togethers, and that is a different sport um that would mostly happen at my grandparents because my grandparents they didn't really have the our grandparents didn't really have the setup for like to go hard with 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 the mini hoop uh, like we would at my parents. Um, any of you guys want to want to talk about what we used to do when when we'd have Christmas at grandma and grandpa's?
1: Well, see, I think I know where you're going, but I had something else to throw in there. Uh... Before we get to the, the the good story, something we'd always do, Uncle Steve, he'd lead us all all down to the basement, all the kids, and we'd oh. play round-robin ping-pong uh, mixed with sting-pong because you could you could get people out by hitting the ball at them. But basically, you'd all stand in a circle around the ping-pong table, and then once you hit the ball, you get back in line, and yeah, whoever you know, loses the point you're out and then you just whittle it down to there's, there's two left and then there's a winner, but you could also get people out by just smacking the ball at them, which was so much fun. And Dude, so that was yes. a good
0: memory I had. Uh, because it's interference. You, right. You you're in the way, not let the ball get to the other, the other side, of the, side of the table. So like yeah. literally you can be lining up behind the person that hits. And if they turn and redirect the ball and hit you with it, you're out. That, yeah, that, I'm glad you brought that up, Wade. We would do that's that a, all the time at Grandma and Grandpa's. Yeah, that's and, a great and one for the
2: funny holidays
1: too. Mm-hmm. It would always be Uncle Steve. He'd always be like, "All right, let's go mm-hmm. play ping pong," and all the kids would go follow him down, and we'd all play. It was so much fun. Dude, wait! It's funny you
2: bring that up because just a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, one of our pastors' family over to our house, um, and he's got he's got three kids that are like, uh, they're probably not quite nice, yet they're like middle school. But one of his sons. Uh, really likes ping pong, so every time they come over we play a bunch of ping pong. But then uh some of the other kids wanted to play too and so we were like, oh let's play like round rabbit ping pong. And so then I introduced that game to them and they absolutely loved it. Yeah. They were like over the mood about it. We ended up playing for like an hour.
1: That is great.
2: Yeah dude so with the, the interference game, too? Oh yeah dude. The sting pong the yes. sting pong <laughs> version. They were loving it.
3: <laughs> it
2: was That's great. great.
0: I, I remember I remember this one time vividly when when my dad, my dad's a pretty good ping pong player, um, but he he just had it out for I think it was Wade. And, and so he, he was just yes. like the every game would just try to hit him. And I remember there were a couple really impressive shots where it was just like, I know, expert marksman with it. Like I remember one time Wade like juked and then dove and then my dad hit him on the dive with the ping pong ball. Like
1: it was just crazy impressive. You could be so savage if you were at good aim just mm-hmm. just oh. nailing people
0: but the caveat is is that if you try to hit somebody for interference and like the ball obviously didn't hit the other side so like it's a pretty big it's a decent size risk especially going for somebody that's actively evading <laughs> like yes. you
1: were way like if my dad missed he's done right then you're out so you you better hit him if you're gonna try that
0: yeah for sure
1: it's a
2: blast for sure but Very we didn't game. really
0: do start doing that until, like, we were a little... Like, I don't remember playing that until at least, like, maybe I was in 8th grade. Like, because yeah. at that point, there was enough of us to really start being able to do that. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think you're right.
1: Because
0: yes. I don't remember doing that when we're really... But I remember, like, being introduced to that and, like, dude, this is awesome. Oh, yeah. It was oh, a man. tradition.
1: Every every Christmas.
0: We We played it last Christmas. Did you? Yeah. I mean, yep. we'll probably do it this Christmas, too. Yes. Yeah.
2: Nice. Oh, because yeah, it's at your parents' house,
3: isn't
0: it? Yeah. Yeah, kind of dude. Kids be far. Um. <laughs>
2: uh, okay. but anyway, back to where Colin was going with this. Uh, so we would do a variation whether we were at your parents' house or whether <laughs> there it is, Wade. <laughs> uh, or or we would usually do something else if we were at Grandma Grandpa's house up in the playroom. Yeah. So, if we were at Grandma Grandpa's house up in the playroom. We would do what we called Robert's fighting, which, you know, I look back and I kind of feel bad sometimes. Hopefully, hopefully they still had fun with it. But John and Charlie Roberts were yep, were our younger cousins, the two youngest boys uh, out of the out of the cousins. And so we would essentially go up there and we would just kind of make a ring around them, right? Uh, yep. Well, guard, guard the sharp stuff as much as we could. <laughs> yeah, the edge of the bed. Go, go ahead, Kyle. Just Tom. make them fight.
0: I, cause I, you know, yes, I feel bad about two looking back on it, but I do think that it started off with us all like wrestling in some respect. Yeah. You know, I th-
1: it definitely did start that way. Those two
0: genuinely growing up, didn't like each other. And they'll tell you that to their, this day. Um, they're best friends now, which is awesome. Um, at least that's what I hear. You know, like we don't hang out with them as much, sadly, but like they, you know, they're pretty close now, which is great. But growing up, they, they did not like each other. So things would always get pretty heated when when it came to those two wrestling. Mm-hmm. And so then it turned into like, all right, let's see what's going to happen when we just have them fight each other. You
2: guys just need <laughs> to hash this out. Stop right. yelling at each other.
0: Hash it out. And so Wade, Wade threw up the picture <laughs> of what we what we called for years the reverse Nike swoosh. and And it's like an upside down Nike swoosh. When our cousin John is just on top of his younger brother, Charlie, just cranking back, dude. And that picture lives in infamy, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's very dude, blurry because it, it was taken on probably the well, first cell so phone I ever owned. But yeah, yeah. It, that kind of embodies what, what was going on. Dude, that is... So, so it, when I remember you were was, in stitches. Was stitches.
2: That's right. And yeah. Uh, I think that's when it ultimately yeah. ended, after the Stitches right yeah parents kind of said hey no more of this
0: oh well, because I like, it's so funny doing. because we had our parents really had no idea what was going on like you know they're so. it's like they're just the boys are just upstairs horsing around you know messing around whatever they don't know that we're having an all-out fight club that has all of a sudden like turned personal and, and <laughs> we're just
1: watching our younger cousins fight each other
0: <laughs> and we get excited to do it every
2: uh, christmas
1: it was tradition. You know, we had to go up. Yeah. And uh hash all it out. acting <laughs>
2: is all acting is kind of a referee but not really. More just right. more yeah. just yeah. a more just yeah. watching.
0: So there was never actually any like punches thrown. It yeah. was it was more, you know, like a, a grappling style, I would say. Yeah. Um we like we wrestling. would intervene if if somebody was, you know, if we we're like actually throwing punches and stuff like that. Like, you know, we weren't for that. Yeah. But if you stitches... want to crank somebody's back back <laughs> like that.
2: Let <laughs> it happen for you a Go minute. right ahead. It's, the stitches came from someone getting like moved or shoved into the bed, I believe. And, it, and yeah, it was and, a bed frame. Yeah, cracked frame. the back of the head. A bed I think. frame. That's
1: right. Yeah, an old metal yeah. bed frame. It wasn't
2: like punches or anything like that.
1: Right. It uh, hey, wasn't fighting. It was oh clean, yeah for
2: sure. Just just glorified wrestling. Uh, I to explain.
1: Think... Well, I was gonna say I honestly think they had almost as much fun as we did, at least Agreed. until it got really personal and they got a little upset. But like at the start, when they when we were having them, just you know get get fighting and get kind of worked into it. Like I think they they had fun too until you know it got personal and they start getting mad. But um, yeah.
0: I think Charlie talked about it in his best man speech. Did he really? Did he? Yeah, I could be wrong so, about that, but I heard I heard I heard a rumor John's about wedding? that.
2: Yeah. Did nice. Yeah. That's legit jet. We, we'll we, we probably have to have them on the pod, and we can get their view on it. Yeah, I yeah, think we I definitely. Get them um, both up here. We'll get yeah, we'll get great. them on the
0: pod, and, and yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll do that one of these next. This, this be a good season for it, you know. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they're, sure. they're coming to to Brandon Christmas, so we can talk about. we'll, we'll talk about that with them. Let's do it. Um, Does dude, someone want to so quickly
2: funny. explain the gauntlet that we do in uh, in county your parents' basement? Oh,
0: dude! Yes, yes. You want me to do it, or you want me to do it, Wade? I want to say no, we are we probably for
2: a little it. older when this happened. than, than so than this us. is
0: this is probably post. We'll call it the Roberts fighting era, where <laughs> when we've gotten a little bit older, um, and and fighting is, you know, a little. I wouldn't say a little more dangerous, but it's just a lot more effort than than it used to be. Like, um, what we would do is we'd have our smaller cousins, like you know John and Charlie, the Roberts, and then my my little brother Elliot. Um, they would be like our three like contestants. And then we'd set up what we call the gauntlet. And what we would do is we would, we would set up in a narrow part of my basement where it would go from, from wide. And then it like kind of pinched in. Um, so like kind of like a funnel, like uh, a bottleneck. Um, and we'd set in like a, you know, a diamond formation or something like that. And we'd have our, our other cousin, yeah. our other cousin SR would be in it too. Cause he was, he was, uh, my age. Um, yep. And so what we'd do is we'd go like, you know, like a two, one, one or whatever. We'd, we'd set up a formation and then have these guys run through it. And like we would, we would have, we would have pillows, but we'd still try to inflict some harm into these guys to not let them get back. And like, they would get points if they touched if the they, back wall.
1: Right. If they got through.
0: And, and so Wade was always the anchor. He was the last guy in it. And me and Will <laughs> were usually at the very front and, and we would. We would be on our at the end, we had to be on our knees because we started just getting big enough that like they couldn't get through us if we yep. were standing up. So we'd be on our knees, they would be running full sprint, and we would just grab them and then just you know, when you throw them down, like it's like football, your knee touches the ground, your elbow touches the ground, you gotta go back to the beginning of the line. We really didn't like I say we get a point by touching the wall, we didn't really keep score. It was just for the love of the <laughs> just game. For fun. It was just yeah. for fun. And and when so, I want to
2: say, count. We we all had to be stationary, didn't we? We couldn't right, really, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 So we we picked we a spot and we were move. stuck there. So they were trying to dodge us. We were like reaching out, trying to grab mm-hmm. them, not them. so throw.
0: we were a little less than arm's length apart. Um, and then we could like you know really get everywhere. But if they had like they put on good moves, like it was fun for these guys too. Like I yeah. gotta imagine it was a blast because they could get through. To...
1: If, if they did it well, yeah. they could. We just we mm-hmm. were so much bigger that it was really hard for them to get through. <laughs> right. Yeah, and being so much bigger, like
0: you know, we were I don't know freshman sophomore maybe juniors in high school um i mean wade probably was a junior yeah Yeah. at least maybe older uh because i remember like i was at least a sophomore at one point in time like one of the core memories doing this and you know because we're getting we're getting stronger we're still we're like able to toss these dudes around they're still light but they're like you know athletic like so it was all super fun um i remember one time vividly will Where we you grabbed one cousin, I grabbed another cousin, and we just like swung them together and they smashed heads.
3: (laughs) Oh no. Which
0: which again, dude, like let's let's zoom out. Our parents are just upstairs, you know, having a cordial family get together. (laughs) Meanwhile, it's a bloodbath in the basement and we're smashing (laughs) our cousins' heads together for sport. Oh man. Oh dude, good times. Absolute blast. Yes. There there are probably some dents in the wall from that too.
2: Yeah, oh for, for sure, me. dude. And we we definitely need to get some of these some of definitely the Roberts on here to uh, so yeah. so talk a little bit more to with us. their I'd perspective. I'd love to hear their because perspective. on had a lot of fun too. It.
1: Like they yeah. looked up to us as big cousins, and I know we were rough yeah. with them, but I think they liked it for the most part because they got to hang it, it, out with us and play with us, and you know.
2: And don't get me wrong, it was we weren't being mean to them. Like it's, no, we were right. being aggressive, but like we, we were, having, we were fun. having
1: fun with them, and you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it was we're, a good way to bond with little cousins.
2: You
0: know. Right. Yeah. Like we we, it wasn't just like straight up bullying. Like we were all we weren't all like ganging up on one person and you know, smacking them around.
2: It felt competitive. Right. It did feel competitive. Not just like we were being bullies, like you said.
0: Right. And it was competitive. Like we used to play football with these guys too. Like
1: Yeah. When they got to get a little bit older too, like similar size and like I remember John, he was really athletic. You know, him and Elliot mm -hmm. both. And just wiry and athletic, and so even at a young age, because they played played sports with us, and you know we made them fight and stuff, they got to a place where they could hang with us even pretty early on, you know. Yeah. So I think you know we all had a lot of fun doing that together. And I know
0: it definitely helped my brother Elliot because like he was always pretty dominant in whatever sport he was playing, like with kids his age, <laughs> like whether it be yeah. like I remember playing eighth grade football, he was pretty. Pretty good at that, and pretty good at baseball. Like, and I gotta believe some of that was because he 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 also developed faster, which helped. Yeah. But part of that was forced because he had to keep up yeah. with guys that you know at the minimum
1: were four years older than him. Right. Oh yeah. Well, well, yeah. will I'll take credit for helping Elliot be successful at sports. <laughs> <Dude>. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome.
2: Yep, that's good stuff. All right. We ready to get to the anything else or do you want to get to the PF of the week?
0: No, nah, dude. I think I think that's that's great. Definitely got to have our cousins on this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to hear I want to hear what they have to say
1: looking back. Me too. <laughs> all right, PF. Right. Wanna go first? Oh. I got one. Do it. So, go ahead. <laughs> mine have all been football and I'm going to keep that theme going just cuz when I'm watching these games, man, some things that I see is so funny. So, um, I was watching the first ever Black Friday Day football with, between the Jets and the Dolphins, and the Jets, they've been a dumpster fire all year. started when Aaron Rodgers got hurt first game, first quarter of first game, I think, and then, you know, Zach Wilson is not the quarterback that he was drafted to be and all that, uh, but anyway, they're, they moved on to their third string, Tim Boyle, uh, quarterback, <clears throat> and um, yeah, Tim Boyle is the name, so uh at the end of the first half, you know how when there's just a couple of seconds left, you just throw up a Hail Mary, see if you can get a lucky touchdown or whatever. Uh well anyway, Tim Boyle, the the quarterback of the Jets, he throws one up um in the last couple of seconds of the first half and it gets intercepted right at the goal line. And the Dolphins player starts running it back and all of a sudden He's, he gets past everybody. And it's just Tim Boyle to meet or to beat, and he gets right Gosh, past him man. and takes it back for a pick six on the uh, on the hail mary try. So um, I'm like, that is just hilarious, and yeah. it pretty much embodies the jet season. Just you try and do something, and of course it backfires, and it turns into something good for the other team. So I thought that was so funny. Um, a pick six. Yeah, on a, wait. I want to say mary. at the
2: time they were only down maybe one score. Before that yeah, happened. I mean, it's a and pretty
1: then... – see, the Jets have a really good defense. They yeah. just have just no offense. So, yeah, I don't think the game wasn't out of hand at that point. But, no. you know, that was definitely a big blow right before half, and then it didn't end up well the rest of the game. So uh, that's my PF is just the Jets in general, and then Tim Boyle throwing it up, pick six on a, a Hail Mary try. Yeah, that's tough. Can't <laughs> have that. So it was so funny yeah, to watch, heard- though. And the commentators were hilarious. They're like, man, that is just crazy. <laughs> yeah. so. That's little yeah, bit. They've been hard to
2: watch this year, but uh, we're down the street as Aaron Rodgers coming back in a couple weeks, so
1: we'll we'll see if that pans out. Uh, he might. That would be huge I, for them. Yeah. That would be huge. Yeah. We'll see.
2: All right, I'll go ahead. Next, uh, my PF of the week, I feel like I've been sticking with basketball, and I'm going to keep that theme, I guess. So uh, Monday night, the Clippers were playing the Nuggets. And uh Russ Westbrook plays for the Clippers. They lost the game 113-104. But I think somewhere it may have been before halftime, second quarter, there's uh there's a clip of Russ Westbrook. He's at half court, the game's going on behind him, and he's just standing there arguing with a fan while like literally his team, I believe, has the ball or they're getting back on defense or something. And he's just standing there, just like I wouldn't say yelling, but he's just doing his like Russ, you know, arguing with a fan like he always likes to do now. And it's like, all right. That's not a great look. But what, what I found to be even worse is his reasoning in, in the the, the uh, interview afterwards, where he was saying, like, you know, earlier in his career, you know, fans would always do this and never really bothered him until he had kids. And then his reasoning for, you know, having kids and, and how he has a problem with it now is because he doesn't want his kids hearing all that. But it's like, dude, you can't control the fans. And, like, what <laughs> kind of message are you showing your kid where you're not playing the game? You stop to try to, like, you know confront this fan who's like again you can't control and it's like dude you can control your actions you know not not the fan so like what kind of message are you sending to your kid so i found that very confusing very ironic and so for that russ westbrook's my my pf of the week that's funny that's a
0: great one because like dude i we got stuff yelled at us in even in high school and i'm sure you did in college like i did
2: all the time i'm not gonna
0: stop and start yelling at, at a fan about anything no matter how you know Out of pocket, inappropriate, whatever it is. Like, they're on the sidelines. I
2: I understand, like, you know, someone's heckling you. You're like in the corner or something. And then, like, you know, you turn around and, like, look at them or or say something real quick. But then you're, like, still playing the game. Like, I I get that. But he was parked at half court having a conversation with the fan while the game's going on. It wasn't, like, a dead ball or anything.
0: Some guys are too (laughs)
1: sensitive, man. Yeah. It's like, why you gotta fix in that? It's things like that, too, that give the NBA a bad look, I think. For sure. When they have players that care more about what's happening outside of what they're paid to do. Like, I don't know. Right. Yeah. But that's really funny. That's... You just got to let
2: that, you have got to let that go. Obviously I'm not in yeah. this situation, but
1: yeah, you know, I don't yeah. see
2: everybody else doing that. You can filter that out.
0: <laughs> Yikes. All right. My PF of the week, I kind of got, you know, one and a half. I was going to go with AJ Hogard <laughs> because I have two Michigan state fans here. I thought that it would be, you know, kinda of common. And I I really got nothing against A. J. Hogard, but it was brought to my attention that at the beginning of the year at Big Ten Media Day, he was he was telling people that he had the receipts, not putting the proper amount of respect on his name. Um or or something, rather. And then, you know, what is it, four or five games in this season, he has been taken out of the starting lineup and uh not I I wouldn't say benched, but Yeah. No. I, I I have not been impressed. I, no. no. He might want to delete those receipts.
2: Well, I, I think this is a classic, like, Izzo's trying to send a message to Hogarth. Like, hey, dude, what are you sure. doing? Get, yeah. get your head out of your butt. Like, figure it out. And there's yeah. so
0: much season left that, yeah. like, it's unfair to call him the PF of the week. after well, the first. He, he,
2: he hasn't been great. He hasn't been great so far. He's yeah. been, he's been yeah. disappointing. I mean, along with the, the team, honestly, so far. For sure. So the, the team Hopefully in general, yeah.
1: But a lot of a lot of year left though. Oh yeah, there is. So there is real, they no. got the they got the talent to keep it going. But anyway, go ahead. Oh,
0: definitely, dude, definitely. My real PF of the week though is I think the NFL season in general. I I feel like there are a lot of games that on paper at the beginning of the season looked like they were going to be great games, and then you know, well, it's not the NFL's, NFL's fault. It's a lot of injury. Like you know, uh, the Jets week one against I forget who who was the opponent, but it was going to be a great matchup. Um, we had. Broncos Ravens last week yeah. or last Thursday night it's going to be an awesome game like you know I I'm a pretty casual NFL fan um it's not my favorite sport but like if there's a good game Broncos or uh, Bengals Ravens I might say Broncos Bengals Ravens um you know Joe Burrow Lamar like two potent offenses going against each other like it's going to be fun but then Joe Burrow's out for the season next thing you know you're watching Jake Browning play <laughs> And it's just not, it's not the same. So like I was listening to the guys on, on the Barstool podcast, pardon my take, talk about kind of how just rough that the season is other than like eight teams. Yeah. There's just a lot of teams that, you know, really aren't going to live up to the hype every week.
2: That's a good one. I and I totally agree. It has been, it has been very disappointing in that regard, but like you said, a lot of injuries with star players, I think it's contributed. Yeah. To also a couple of teams that everyone thought were going to be good, haven't really panned out like the Bears. The Broncos right. have turned it around, but early in the yes. year they looked bad, and they had a couple of prime time early. Um, so yeah, no, that's a that's definitely a good PF of the PF of the year. Yeah, right there, right. It could be the PF of the year. We should yeah. have that end of year
0: PF of the year. That'd be fun. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, right. I think a you lot guys of got Anything is else? Or? Well,
1: yeah, to that to that point, I think it's just because of injury. I don't know if you just said that, but um, a lot of a lot of people are getting injured, and a lot of quarterbacks are getting injured, and that's when. The quarterbacks, like, they really make the team. You can have a good defense sure. or whatever, but if you don't have a good quarterback making good choices, getting the ball out to the his skilled players, like, you're, you're not going to be a good team. And that's what's happened to a lot of teams is their quarterback get injured. You know, like Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Kirk Cousins, you know, Justin Fields was injured for a while. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has been out all year. Like, the list is pretty long, and now Joe Burrow and all them. So, yeah, it's it's been kind of tough because of the injury. So...
3: Anyway. Dang. Yeah.
0: Well, hey, Wade, th- throw up that picture again of, of the Roberts fighting to, s- to send the viewers out on while we balls right. in coming down. Anybody else have anything left to say while Wade's oh. getting this up for us?
2: Uh, I got a couple things. I'm going to save most of them for next week for time's sake. Okay. Um, but I do have one quick one that I thought was hilarious. <laughs> there it is.
1: <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, that's uh, perfect, dude.
2: Uh, that must have hurt Ro- so
1: bad. <laughs> oh for real it's <laughs> good stuff
2: uh rhode island has a guard on their roster this year his name is always right <laughs> hilarious name could you imagine getting in an argument with that guy dude not sure you could you win. couldn't because he's always yeah. right so his first name apparently is always and his last name is right w-r-h or sorry w-r-i-g-h-t that's funny <laughs> hysterical yeah yikes so dang that's all I got today I got a couple more things but like I said I'm gonna save those for next week
0: that sounds good man hey you're a
2: fun podcast oh yeah this was a good one
0: yeah I think I think the podcast is starting to take some direction I agree which I'm I'm excited about
1: yeah, yeah that's
0: fun alright boys sounds that's good good stuff hey we'll enjoy see your night. Guys, we'll see you guys Thursday yeah you too yeah see we'll you, see next you week. later